0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to LJN Radio. I'm Tim Muma, and this is Job Search Guide. On this episode, we're discussing some tips for moms who are looking to return to the workforce, whether you're currently making that decision or maybe it's something for you in the future. To do so, we're speaking with Mandy Carter, Director of Social Media at CSI Enterprises, and she's a mom herself who has gone through this exact situation. She's looking to offer some tips for all you listeners out there. Mandy, thanks a lot for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Now, with this topic, uh, you know, we do get some questions about this, the challenge of women going back into the workforce after they've been at home, taking care of children. Um, and of course, there are other situations as well where people would be working from home or uh, working in the home. In general, do you see there as being more pressure for women to get back to work and more quickly than at any time in the past?
1: Well, I do believe that the pressure that's put on new moms, you know it could vary from a number of things. Financial pressures Mm. are definitely something that's very real. And if a mom has to return to keep her family's bill paid, then um, yes, there could be a lot of pressure to return quickly and before she's ready. I also feel that the pressure of staying relevant in a particular industry is something something I experience. But I do feel that in general, women put a lot of pressures on ourselves. Mm. So I don't believe that anything is different per se. These days, as opposed to in the past, and I even feel that it's opposite in many cases because our society now offers um, more choices than there used to be. Like, for instance, finding a work environment that offers flex time or partial time where you can work from home, and then even part-time possibilities if that's a financial
0: option. Sure. Well, that's definitely a fair point. I think a lot of people look at it at one angle. but That's a nice perspective to have as well. And we'll get into some of those details as we move along here. What would you say are some of the concerns, though, that moms do have about returning to the workforce when they have been at home for a little while?
1: Well, personally, I was worried about someone else raising my kids is kind of how I felt. Because after all, if I'm going back to work, I'm at the office for nine hours a day, which right. would mean that my kids are in preschool for at least 10 of those hours. So I really had the concern of just guilt of of having my child somewhere else. But then there was also the concern of being pigeonholed into... Being categorized as a less reliable employee because now I'm a mother, and everyone knows that you know a child is one of the first priorities in your life. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to be looked at as someone who couldn't be trusted as an employee of putting their job first. And then there was also the realistic concern of being paid less when you've been away from work for a while, you aren't as up to date with the job roles and you have a gap in employment in most cases. So that was definitely something to be concerned about.
0: Sure.
1: Whether or not you're, you know, if your job requires traveling and whether your household can manage that and then falling out of the job market, you can feel extremely miles away from being relevant in this day and time. So there's lots of different concerns that a mom will definitely face when she's considering returning.
0: And I appreciate you bringing up all those different factors, and I'm guessing people who are listening who haven't been in this situation might not take all that into account, and hopefully they can understand why. It is a difficult decision even to go back to work, and you see a lot of moms sort of fighting that, uh, that situation as well. On the flip side, what would you say are some of the concerns that employers might have Again, in hiring a woman who's been out of the workforce a little bit, um, who is that mom? I mean, I know you touched on a little bit as far as the perception, but what about just realistically how employers might be viewing those moms that are coming back?
1: I think that a lot of employers, they kind of have the assumption that moms are not dedicated as they were when they were single or without kids. Mm -hmm. Because like I mentioned, I mean, you do have to put your kids in front of your job you know, roles in many instances. So I think that they have concerns with accommodating for family needs. I think they also have concerns with your lack of current skills, especially if it's been away for many years. So if there's moms who stepped away from their career until their child started kindergarten, then um, that causes a large concern as well, which I think is also a result in the reason for lower pay in some instances not to say that it's justified, but with many things great accomplishments it does take a few sacrifices to get there. So I would advise that you need to know and understand what you can give and take on. I do recommend, you know, never pass up a a mom-friendly work environment that offers flexible time over higher pay sure. because if you do give it a chance, you know, and you go in there with a positive mind and you Prove all of their concerns wrong, then in no time, you know, you'll be earning what you deserve plus more. Regardless of the amount of money that you get paid, there's one thing that you can't change, and that is the work environment. You always want to keep that in mind when you are also interviewing the employers.
0: Well, and as you mentioned a couple times now, obviously one of the concerns is the idea of what skills have you lost or what you haven't kept up with. Uh, Of course, when a stay-at-home mom is with a child or multiple children. It's not like they're not working. They are doing work. It's just not the traditional way that we look at it. Are there ways you can incorporate some of those mom duties into your resume or into selling yourself for a job?
1: Yes. I fully believe that the skills that a woman learns just intuitively from being a stay-at-home mom, it increases, you know, your in- effectiveness in the workforce. Moms are resourceful, we're reliable, and I mean, we learn to be great multitaskers. However, I don't necessarily believe that hiring managers translate those experiences, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever role they may be applying for. But it's worth saying, you know, always encourage moms and women to be confident that they did gain these skills and abilities. Just because someone doesn't feel that it applies going into an interview does not mean that you can't change their mind before you leave the interview. So just being Proud of what you have learned and aware that doing all the tasks that it requires from 5 a.m. in the morning until 9 p.m. at night from all the feedings and the different children's schedules and just having to, to fill the days with activities, all of the things that go into that and making that day successful for a child can definitely relate to a job in the corporate
0: world. Right. Is there a way then you can try to keep that resume enticing for the employer? I mean, you sort of alluded to it there that it might not be something you put in the forefront as far as the the mom duties, but it might be something that comes up in an interview. On the resume, do you stay away from that? Do you stick to your actual skills that you've learned or you've kept on keeping up with as far as the jobs go?
1: I would definitely suggest finding things that you could put on your resume to fill that time slot, for instance. And staying involved in your community, or if you have an older child in their school, if you join a nonprofit for volunteering, but do it strategically. And what I mean by that is, for instance, if you worked in the event industry, then volunteer to be on an event planning committee for a nonprofit or for the school so that you're still showing leadership. Role in an organization while you're taking away from your career, it can be very valuable and just as enticing on your resume as it was if it was a paid job. You can also enroll in different online courses, stay involved in professional organizations. If you are a real estate manager or you are in public relations, you can still stay involved and pay your dues in the professional organization and keep those contacts. Mm -hmm. And once you go back to work, before taking a full-time role you could take a part-time or a temporary position just to get accustomed to balancing your life and work
0: sure you mentioned context there and we often do shows talking about networking and how that's such a vital component of landing a new job whether you've been in the workforce or you have been out of the traditional workforce for a while are there certain tips that you could offer to moms as far as connecting with people staying in touch or when they should start making those professional networking connections if they're looking for a job what sort of advice can you offer up there
1: I am a big proponent of networking. I say that you should always be networking no matter where you're at, what level you are in your career or just starting out. You know, never lose contact with your friends or your family who are still in the workforce. You never know how who a person you're meeting today could help you in the future. So, networking is much easier than It used to be with Mm -hmm. all of the networking sites online. So I highly recommend for any mom that's considering going back into work or just starting a career to create a LinkedIn profile if you don't already have one and start making some of those online connections. Networking, you know, never has to be formal. Just letting people know if you're in a play group, if you're at the grocery store, just start up a conversation and let them know who you are, what you're, you know, what you're good at, what you're interested in doing. That is a form of networking. Stay involved in the community with your schools, those nonprofits. Any type of interaction that you have with an adult can be a form of networking. So I would just emphasize to just express to people what your interests are and what you're looking to do. Because if a position opens and they know who you are as a person and how you are a caregiver to your children and how well you organize birthday parties and events and take part in the school, then they can transfer those skills um, more likely than an employer that has never met you before. So constantly stay networking.
0: Some definitely uh, good advice in there. And I had to snicker a little bit to myself. You mentioned any interaction with an adult. Uh, I say that because I do have a wife <laughs> yes. and two kids, and that does become one of those issues where you're just you know, obviously, you're home with a child all day. That's who you're interacting with. So it is a little different. But I think that does speak to one of the challenges as well as far as keeping in touch with people like that. How do you think friends and family can play a role as far as that mom returning to work?
1: I do think the most important thing is to make sure that your decision to return to work is something that you personally feel comfortable with and that you're not, it's not something that's pushed upon you by your friends or family, but having the support of your friends and family can can be very helpful Mm -hmm. with the changes that are going to come along because there are tons of changes, not just your day-to-day routine and your physical um, sleep habits and all of that that's going to change, but there's a lot of emotional change that especially a new mom is going to have to adjust to. So having those people just there to support you in any way needed will be extremely helpful. But I do want to emphasize as much as it's nice to support on have the support of people to help you with your schedule, make sure you don't rely on them um, too much because you never know. They could start out really helping you take your children to preschool or pick them up, but something might change in their life and they're not able to do that for you. So you don't want to you know almost make it like a crutch for you to depend on, but just having them there in case of emergencies or to just have that emotional support is very important.
0: Very much a theme, it sounds like, to what you're talking about is finding that balance. And obviously for everybody, it's going to be a little bit different. And again, as you said there, even with relying on others, how that can be a challenge and how things can change as you move forward. Obviously, there are additional challenges that are going to exist when you have a working full-time mom with a child or multiple children. Again, what are some areas that many moms need to think about upon their return? And again, whether or not they even want to go back in the workforce at that time
1: definitely need to take a lot into consideration. Um, it's not something you want to quickly decide and say, yes, I'm going to go back to work. So first I would suggest, number one, get comfortable with where you're sending your child. So research the childcare. This was a huge thing to me. Um, like I mentioned, I was, I felt the guilt of having someone else per se raise my child mm-hmm. during the day. So I checked out, so many preschools. I went on site visits, surprise walk-ins, and checked tons of online reviews, asked around local moms. I joined a number of um, mommy groups just so that I could ask them, you know, information about different preschools because I really needed to feel comfortable about where my children were all day. Sure. If I knew that they were happy and that they were in a thriving environment, then I was, you know, able to be happy as well. And then I also suggest plan out your schedule and test run it. Before you commit to a job, you need to test run it. For instance, when I started my current job, it was a good distance from my house. So I thought, well, I don't want my child to be in preschool by my house. I'd rather them be in preschool by my office Hmm. so I wouldn't have to miss the Valentine's Day party or the breakfast with mommy. Since it's five minutes from my office, I am lucky to have a wonderful work environment where I can leave and hop over there and go enjoy that and then come back. Considering the location and the schedule that I would be on, I wanted to practice that ahead of time before I committed to the workplace. And things are a lot different than you're used to. You are on a schedule as a stay-at-home mom, but it's not strict schedules. So getting used to having, if I have to be at work at eight, well, I need to drop my child off at 730, Mm -hmm. which means depending on, you know, how good he is about waking up. And it really depends, you know, on his mood, how much time did I need to allow ourselves in order to still get to work on time and not feel rushed. So practicing it and seeing how well it worked and getting comfortable with that also um, helped me adjust a lot quicker. And also realizing, you know, you don't have to just take any job. Research the company. It's really important to dig into what their culture is. Is it something that matches up with you? Remember that you're interviewing them just as much as they are interviewing you. Because the people that you work with and everything that you do all day, that is a huge chunk of your life you want it to be a big decision, it's going to impact more than just yourself. Once you have children, every decision you make impacts them as well. So I suggest really challenging yourself to do your research on the company and try to get an idea of the people who work there as well. And, you know, just don't be afraid to voice your concerns to your family, to your husband, And even to the employer that you've been interviewing with of what you find is important and what you need in a job and just, you know, don't give in or sacrifice those important things.
0: Mandy, you've given the moms out there a lot of good information and some insight into what they maybe are going through right now or maybe they're thinking about it as far as returning to work or even for those women out there who haven't had children yet and uh, realize what changes and challenges might be ahead. So I appreciate you bringing that to the show. As we look to wrap up, last 30 seconds to a minute or so, do you have any final pieces of advice for the listeners out there?
1: Well, I'm assuming that anyone that's listening wants to know how you can manage both. Because if you were a stay-at-home mom, you obviously wanted to spend time and help your child grow. But if you're looking going back to work, you're also wanting to focus on a career as well. And many people want to know, well, I don't want to give up both. So I'm here to tell you that it is completely possible. You can do both. You can have a great career where you're successful and growing, and you can also be a great mom. And get as far away from the people who tell you otherwise. Because I heard so many times, you can't do both. You have to pick one. You have to focus on one or the other. And that is absolutely incorrect. It will be hard at times. But, you know, all valuable things are hard. You just don't give up on anything and you can be good at both. Be honest, don't settle, and keep an open mind. And I personally um, would say that once you do all of these things, you will be a much better employee than you were before. I just have a fire under me that is so much stronger than it was before I had my children. And my son is four now and my daughter is one and just seeing them grow and they understand and appreciate the love that I have for my job. And we value the time that we have together even more. I encourage every woman who is considering going back to work to put all her research and skills into it and make the decision a very thoughtful, slow decision that they can be proud of and they can do it.
0: Very well put. A good place for us to close out here. Mandy, thank you very much for joining us once again.
1: Thank you so much for having
0: me. That'll do it for us here on Job Search Guide and our guest, Mandy Carter, the Director of Social Media at CSI Enterprises. If you want to get in touch with us about this show or any of our episodes, send us an email, ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter at the LJN. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.